2: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Steve Clark says the Scotland squad are desperate to make it to Qatar Nathan Patterson has ruled out of tomorrow's match and Craig Gordon says they're ready to focus on the football at Hamden I'm Andrew McLean, joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL
3: Yeah, it's about five days coming up hopefully it starts tomorrow night, uh, Andrew with a real positive result at Hamden we know the emotion, it's going to be behind the game, of course we do but we've got a football game to win uh, and I'm hopefully the lads will go out there and take us into Really, what you would say a cup final on uh, Sunday against Wales at Cardiff.
2: I mean, it's just a massive, massive game of football, this.
3: Yeah, um, it'll be interesting, obviously Patterson ruled out, but we'll stick with the formation that's worked so well for Steve Clark. i will be a 3-5-2 um, Question marks obviously Tierney out, you've got players like Ryan Jack out, Patterson out, um, you know so there's there's room in there, Tierney obviously going to be a big miss, it'll be interesting to see the, the personnel that he puts out there, I know that we've got absentees but I still think we've got a very strong squad because I'm sure we'll get calls tonight, especially down the right hand side will it be O'Donnell who he seems to go for he likes uh, Stephen O'Donnell I'm sure all the Celtic fans will put a case forward for uh, young Ralston who's been terrific this year for Celtic you've got Hickey who's playing his uh, football over in Italy and there's great things about him as well Uh, then you've got the centre backs You know who's going to play in there Henry, Cooper, people like that and then question mark, does he go with the two up front, Adams and Dykes or does he play one off Interesting times,
2: well there you go, Gordon DL has asked the questions. We want you to answer them oh one four one nine five one one zero two five Give us a call let 's know what you want to see Steve Clark do tomorrow, what are your feelings on the game as a whole. Or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB SSB, But as I say 01419511025 On the phones We did get an update today from Steve Mm -hmm. Clark In terms of the squad, let's hear from him straight away Shall we? Because he says everyone Bar Nathan Patterson is fit to play That includes Billy Gilmore who had been a doubt Previously, Clark wants his team to stick To their usual game plan and also play On the front foot
1: Nathan's run out of time a little bit for the first game So Nathan won't be involved in the first game But everyone else good to go no, we, we we just do what we always do. We play the way we play. We we try to get on the front foot. We we try to be positive in the game. I think the Ukrainian team will be the same. They they want to they want to attack and watch them as they play. Uh, a good team going forward. So hopefully a good game. Hopefully the right result for Scotland.
2: Well, we want you to just put yourself in Steve Clark's shoes at home. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Just tell us your Scotland team. Who would you start at Hampden? You know what, Gordon Dill on you go. You want me? Go for it.
3: Simple for me. Uh, Craig Gordon in goals. Uh, back three, McTominy, Hanley, and I would probably go for Cooper uh, with to give you the natural balance left sided. Two wing backs. The right back one is going to be the big debate, but I think he'll go with O'Donnell. 25 caps. I know that he's had his critics, but you, know, you look at big, massive games against, say, England at Wembley, he was brilliant for his. So I would go I would stick with them. You know, there'll be a, a case here for Ralston. And the left hand side are Captain Robertson. Midfield I think picks itself, Gilmore, McGinn, McGregor. Up top, I'm going positive. I'm going with Adams and Dykes. I think they could cause problems. And if we get the service from the the flanks into these guys, I think we'll score goals
2: well let us know do you agree disagree with Gordon DL 0141951 get in touch and let us know there's loads of different areas in that team to go through the obvious one to start with is that right wing back spot mm-hmm. you touched on it you said you'd pick Stephen O'Donnell there's no Nathan Patterson it seems to have really been one of those two in recent times for Steve Clark. but Steve Clark, he's very loyal to his players isn't he he knows who he can trust and we've seen him time and time again in big games start Stephen O'Donnell, you just expect that that will continue again tomorrow?
3: I, I think what goes in his favour, Andrew, and we will have calls in here, obviously, from Celtic supporters talking about Ralston. I totally agree that young Ralston's come on incredibly well under Poster Coglu. He's he's improved his game every single area he's been terrific this season he's had a great season, winning the double of course he's full of confidence but you've got a massive game tomorrow night, and I think that O'Donnell gets it in the nod of the speed, he's played in these big games, he's played in the Euros he's played at Wembley against England and performed really really well, yes against the Czechs at Hamden, come in for a lot of criticism but that's what happens in international football. But I just see that Steve Clark will look at that and I think he will start with Stephen O'Donnell and I think, unfortunately, from your Alston, and there's a case there, obviously, for people with Hickey as well, but I think he'll go with O'Donnell down that right, Berth.
2: Yeah, Aaron Hickey is an interesting one because you would have heard maybe a few months ago a lot of people saying, well, he plays a left wing-back for Bologna, he doesn't play on the on the right all that often. We've now seen him... Over the last couple of months, he's played at right wing-back for Bologna. He's impressed there when he's played. He's playing at a very high level as well. Could you see Steve Clarke throwing him in from the start?
3: Um, I don't think he will. Um, if he did, I would have confidence in the boy. Uh, I think he's a very good talent. If he throws Ralston in, I'll have confidence in Ralston. I think we've get a good problem. I touched on it earlier, Andrew. Yeah, we can look at some good, good players that are missing. For instance, Tierney. You could say massive loss And he is, of course he is He's a world-class player, lad You know, Ryan Jacks had a great season with Rangers He's missing But I don't think he would have made the middle of the park I think that would have picked itself uh, Patterson Not had a lot of game time I think everybody was shouting for him to play in that position I just feel Stephen O'Donnell will win that
2: 01419511025 is the number you need Josh is, well, on my screen it says you're originally from Irvine But you're in Austria, is that right, Josh?
0: No, no, no! I'm in Aldi. Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I have no idea why that's in the screen in front of me, but that's that's even better than I could have imagined. No, so,
0: do, do, do you know what? Do you know what that'll be, mate? I, I, the last time I phoned, I was in Austria at the game when we played in my way, but no, I'm actually at, at the checkout. Right, now, the guys. Are oh,
2: no. oh good stuff. Did, did you get anything interesting from those middle aisles in Aldi? There's always something you can pick up from in there.
3: Uh, pegs, I got Pegs. Oh, oh, good stuff. There we go. You're not hanging about, are you, Josh?
2: Anyway, Josh, I'm glad you could join us from your from your weekly shop. How are you feeling ahead of the game tomorrow?
0: I'm uh, ner- oh, nervous. Sorry, hold on, hold on. Sorry, mate. I'm just going Clyde one. I'll I'm, I'll my <laughs> uh, no,
3: Josh, snip um... in and get us a loaf, would you?
0: No, the loaves are so cheap I'll get you two or three right, um, No, uh, I, I'm nervous of course But uh, I mean the, the thing is I think we'll probably have enough In the tank to beat them But obviously we're going in As the villains, aren't we? Um, it's, it's going to be a strange atmosphere At Hamden It is probably the biggest game That I've ever been to uh, As a Scotland fan Over 20 years or whatever But I'm um, thoroughly looking forward To it, Tierney being out And Paterson being out I think that was two Massive, massive blows um, you know My heart kind of sank When I seen Tierney was out But I think we should have Enough to do them um, I just It'll be interesting To see what Stevie Does with the team uh, Whether he wants to Start with the two Strikers up top Or he wants to Maybe put Christy Armstrong In behind How
3: many pegs Are you buying? <laughs> <laughs> that individual Pegs going through There George?
0: Uh,
3: no, no go, I, I'm up to home, Gordon, so I do all the cooking and cleaning with house. Do you know what I mean? Or right, you're in a fair shop there, you know? Do you not think you it would have been more sensible to wait till you got all the beats out the road? Hey, it's all right. I, I'm
2: enjoying it, Gordon. It's the aesthetic. We're enjoying it. He's out and about. He's speaking to us. He's a busy man, Josh.
3: <laughs> so so's the guy is he's doing his he's, he's shopping. Um,
2: <laughs> anyway, Gordon, Josh is saying just how big a game this is for him. He's saying it's possibly the biggest game he's ever been to and the dynamic. It's going to be interesting Because pretty much everyone That's not Scottish Is going to want Scotland to lose
3: Look, It's going to be a very emotional night Tomorrow night There's no doubt about that Of course it's going to be um, But The Scotland lads And I've listened to one or two the, You know McGregor's and Robertson's come now And We've got every sympathy in the world They're professionals There's are a job there to be done um, There's a chance to go to a World Cup It's football And we've got to go out there And, and, and try our best to to win it for our country um, But it will be strange for him Of course it will But I just think Like Josh um I look at the squad There's one or two That you would like to have in there Of course Every manager deals with that Week in, week out At club level But We've got a strong squad And we've got good options We can have Good debates tonight Down the right hand side We can have debates about who should play In the left hand side for Tierney We've got debates with Ryan Jack Have started in the middle of park Who else plays in there And also does he go with an attacking lineup With two out and out centre forwards Or does he go with one centre forward And one offlet and i.e. Ryan Christie
2: Go on then Josh Have you got your starting 11 noted down On the back of your receipt?
3: I uh well I've just look at my receipt, ninety five quid for a hell month
0: shopping by the way. That's magic. <laughs> so right, uh like right, no, I'll give you my I'll give my team. Uh I'll give you my team. I, I sent it to the lads earlier on. Uh right, so I'm going Gordon at the back, uh Stephen O'Donnell right wing back, uh, then shooter Hanley McKenna in that order. Uh Robbo left wing back, uh Gilman McGregor sitting, McKenna head. And then Adams and Dykes uh, kind of interchanging uh, between each other. Not ha- wasn't he happy about leaving McTominay out? Um, I think. I mean, even though he's not had a great season for his club, I think we're at, we've actually a whole past club form uh, playing with Scotland. Um, you know, like a good example of that, and Hanley and Gilmer as well. So, I I mean, a few boys unlucky. In my Souter, I mean, you mentioned Ryan Jack there, but that, that's my team. Have you put
3: Souter in there instead of McTominay? Is that what you said? Jordan.
0: Aye, got Gordon. I mean, I mean, on balance, I think see that Denmark that Denmark game, and, and I just thought sure it was absolutely outstanding. Uh, and and as a centre back, I think um, I think McTominay personally, I think McTominay's best position is in midfield. But it's diff- getting difficult to accommodate him because <laughs> they have just got so much quality in the midfield.
2: That's it. It just shows how many options. Steve Clark has at his disposal the fact that people can pick different back threes, Mm. the fact that McTominay can play either in defence or in midfield. You've gone for a different back three than Mm. Josh has. Steve Clark has to weigh all this up.
3: You know, listen, there's arguments here for, like, say, for instance, someone might come on, say, McKenna, who's just his confidence is sky high, just got to Premier League with Nottingham Forest after the playoffs. Uh, Souter, I watched at the Cup final. I don't think he was 100% fit, Andrew, if I'm going to be honest. But I thought the boy played very, very well. I think he's a good talent. I think he'll be a a very positive signing for Rangers. Um, But I just think McTominay's got too much to offer. You don't play with Manchester United if you're not a top-class player. And I know the arguments out there that the season Manchester United's had, I totally take that on board. But I do think that McTominay will certainly start a game tomorrow night. Josh?
0: I I probably agree. We Um you know, it, it, there's, there, there's so many interests in that. I mean, we are we have got so much strength and depth. That's the thing. Um, but look, as long as it's a win, the more a night, I, I'm no And honestly, if it's in, um, as long as it, as long as it's in 90 minutes, I don't want to do 120 and then have to go to Cardiff and play against Gareth Bale on Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Um, so let's just get the more out, the more a night out of the way, get past them, and then we can kind of focus on Sunday.
2: What are your confidence levels, Josh?
0: Um, probably about a 7 out of 10, 7 or 8 out of 10 for the Mora. Uh, to qualify will be more difficult. Um, I think Wales are a, are a different beast altogether compared to... But to be honest, I actually think, I think we're better than Wales. Man for man, I mean, obviously they've got Bale who's a superstar, but you know I think man for man we're probably the better team. Um, and we're riding the crest away. We just We just can't seem to lose at the moment. Um, So touch wood We'll go the night We'll go the night. It'll be a great atmosphere Hamden we're absolutely rocking Um, And then we'll maybe Go down to Cardiff And have a few bits At the weekend
2: That's what it's always Tough Gordon When there's such a, a Potential big game On the horizon People are always Looking forward Thinking you know It could be a big game In Cardiff the Scotland players will know that there's only one focus for them yeah, And it's yeah. tomorrow night against Ukraine
3: Listen, I said it could be a massive five days It could be, that's a, that's the a phrase there uh, We've got to just concentrate and put everything into tomorrow night We know the importance of the game We know what the, the game brings with, obviously, Ukraine and the troubles um, The emotion of it and everyone being there as well um, But we've got to make sure by Thursday morning We are looking forward to going to Cardiff That's a long way away, Andrew. With a football game, a very important one, we've got to concentrate on that. And I just hope that Josh gets all his £90 Aldi shopping into the house safely without breaking any eggs or anything.
2: Yeah, thank you to Josh, who was slightly outside Austria. (laughs) in Aldi other supermarkets are available Oh one four one let let's hear a bit more from Steve Clark shall we he says the team must put the situation in Ukraine to one side when the game kicks off tomorrow he claims his squad are desperate to reach the World Cup
1: I think for all of them it's an incredible situation that they find themselves in uh, how you would deal with it yourself if you were put in that situation you don't know until you're actually there uh, but nothing but nothing but good thoughts for them and, and good wishes for them, except during the game. Because obviously they want to go to Qatar and represent their country, but I'm desperate to go to Qatar with Scotland. My staff are desperate to go. And, and most importantly, our players are desperate to take their country to a World Cup final. So that's what we focus on.
2: There's been a lot of focus elsewhere, Gordon, ahead of this game, and rightly so, because mm-hmm. of what's been going on. In Ukraine But when you just take the, the Football side of things Sometimes you, you do need to Separate these things Going into a big game It's a huge game For Scotland as well You think about how long It's been since Scotland Were at a World Cup None of these Scotland players Have ever represented Their country At a World Cup It's massive
3: Yeah that, That's what I'm saying Andrew And that's why we've got to Concentrate first and foremost Tomorrow night uh, For these players You know To go and play in a World Cup You know They play with big teams, these these guys, and they're playing big, big games all over Europe. And, you know, you've got guys like Andy Roberts in the Champions League final and stuff like that. So to go and put that on your CV at the end of your career and say, sit down and think, right, I achieved so much, but the biggest achievement was I represented my country in a World Cup. And that's what these guys will be on their mind. They will be desperate, and so will Steve Clark as a coach, to take us there, to take our country there. Because it's been such a long, long time. And it means so much to the nation. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on. Uh, but I, I've i got a feeling that the way the squads went about their business lately, just the, the togetherness, the, the, the quality, especially in the middle of the park... We've got guys that could hopefully get his goals. Yet yeah, club level, I don't think they've been brilliant. You know, top goal scorers, or they've not been scoring goals during the season, week in, week out. But I think, given the right opportunity, we could get goals. We've got great energy going up the flanks. Everybody knows the system, and on top of that, we've got a top, top class goalkeeper.
2: John McGinn said it himself today, I saw an interview with him and he said if Scotland can make it to the World Cup, that will be the pinnacle of his career. He remembers growing up watching World Cups, wishing that he could be a part of those. And in the whole time that he was growing up, basically Scotland haven't been there. And it was something that he said he, he thought might Never happen. Now it's two games away. It just shows how much it means to you know not just the supporters to get there, but the players.
3: I bet you a guy that just played in the the Champions League final um, last week would say the exact same. He's won every every trophy in about bout as Robertson. Every one of these guys, and they're young guys as well. Of course, they'd have been growing up watching World Cups and and dreaming, thinking, you know, could I ever play in that stage? It's the biggest stage ever. For a player to go and show his, his talent and his skills So yeah, they'll be desperate to get there Of course they will
2: Well it doesn't matter whether you're sitting at home Or out doing your big shop We want to hear from you 01419511025 Give us a call now And you could be up next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One
2: Super Scoreboard. Gordon D L here with me, Andrew McLean in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones, or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. And I tell you what, Josh's call from earlier on from his local supermarket. I didn't think it could get any better, but we've just had a tweet in from Josh, a picture of his shopping, all in the trophy, uh, all in the trolley. Sorry, saying ninety-five pounds for all that, bargain. That's good. It's good to see. It's de- that's definitely two trips to the. To the house and back oh, from the He's got quite a un- lot there
3: Unless he lives up in a flat Like me I would have been about five trips I've got to say But 95 quid for a month He said He must be staying himself
2: surely Good stuff Josh Thanks uh, Make sure to phone us in again sometime So, <laughs> 0141 <laughs> 951 <laughs> got a few more tweets as well. People enjoying it Nevada Thomas O'Connor Both tweeting in Saying that Josh has made their night That's good stuff but There we go Let's go back to the phone shall we John uh, What are you making ahead of this game Tomorrow night Good evening, uh, Andrew.
4: Good evening, Gordon. Uh, I'm really confident about tomorrow night. Uh, the last eight games for Scotland, unbeaten. It's a long time since we've done that, even the last two games we drew. But I remember we really should have won their games. we uh, got players playing for Scotland now that are doing well for their, their clubs. And we've got a, a really, really good, strong squad. A few years ago, we didn't have that. And the think of the players that are knowing going to be in the squad tonight, the Tierneys, the Jacks, I'm really, 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 really confident. I was there in 97 when we last qualified for the World Cup at uh, uh, Celtic Park and I, I thought that was going to keep happening because when I was younger, we did qualify for World Cups, and I've got a feeling, it's sad not who we we're playing the night, but we're going to take that away. It's a game of football and everyone and we play, Wales. I'm confident. I think we all Wales won for the last time when they got a really, really dodgy, dodgy free kick. So, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I think the boys are the it. Night. What
3: do you think? I think I think you've got to be getting into this game confident. I, I agree with what John said about you know the players that we've got. I think it's the the togetherness that Steve Clark's brought to that squad. I think every one of them. Are buying into it? Um, you know they turn up there. They're they're desperate to play for their country, even if they're not playing in there. They're a sub. I'm sure they're desperate to come on and put an input into it. I think they'll they'll all be rooting for each other. There's no egos there. Um, they'll get good youth, good energy. There's a good feel about the Scotland team just now, and and they've got good players. And that's the most important thing. And when you look at the bench tomorrow, you know, I've put my team out there. Probably there'll be people sitting there with different teams, but we'll still have good options. If it isn't going right, Andrew, we'll get players on the bench that can come on and change again. You know, we've got the quality of players. They're playing at, every single one of them are playing at really a decent level. Um, You see, our captain uh, playing in the the Champions League as well. Craig Gordon, uh, Sports Writers Player of the Year. Uh, what a season he has! Callum McGregor, Players Player of the Year. You've, you know, you've got young Gilmore in there, a terrific talent. McGinn, people like that. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a difficult game, but if we play to our capabilities with that Hamden crowd and obviously the home advantage, yeah, a little bit of luck, I think we'll get there.
2: I can't really remember a, a one year, two year spell Where there's been so much positivity and, and confidence Just around the national team
3: There was too much negativity uh, And Steve Clark had to win over a lot of doubters And he may still have people that are a bit critical of him But I think he's doing a terrific job I said when he come under pressure Look it's okay, just saying. Right, let's remove the manager. He was trying to build something. He's a good experienced coach. He knows the game inside out. He's got a good name in the game, uh, as you know, tactically as well. And I think what he's done is his man management's been terrific because I think every player has bought into what he's trying to do. Him, and his staff are working very hard. Um, they make sure they're well prepared, and that will be the same tomorrow night uh, before kickoff. Everyone will know their jobs. And I just hope you need a little bit of luck in every sort of a walk of life and football's no different. And if you can get that on the night, I think we can win this game and then look forward to what you would say would be a real difficult one in Cardiff.
2: John, have you got a team in mind? Are there any players in particular you'd like to see play? Yeah, well, just what they have been saying. Oh, I think that's a bit of a dodgy line that John's on there. We'll try and get that... Cleared up. There's a lot of areas to look at. We've looked at, you know, the replacement for Kieran Tierney, the centre of midfield. Is that an easy one for you, Gordon? With no Ryan Jack in there, we've seen Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmore play together and play successfully together. Does is that just a natural combination that goes in there with with John McGinn also?
3: Yeah, yeah I think that's your. I think that's your guaranteed uh, two midfielders in there, Gilmore and McGregor. I think they complement each other. The one thing about it is they can dictate the pace of the game because they're brilliant on the ball. Um, And I think they've just got this, you know, the feeling that they like partnering each other in the middle of the park. They bounce off each other. Uh, They're very intelligent players. You've got to say that about the two of them. And that gives McGinn the license to make those brilliant runs the way he times it. His energy, he can get you the goals. He can be the threat, third man running coming into the box. So, yeah, I think that that three will definitely be Gilmore, McGinn and McGregor. Um, As I say, Ryan Jack's out. I don't know if Ryan Jack would have started it because I think that Steve Clark likes that three. Ryan Jack's been brilliant this season. I know he's had his injuries, but near the end of the season there, he played a big part in Rangers... You know, in the success they had in Europe, and obviously win the Scottish Cup. You seen his goal at, at Hamden was an absolute terrific strike. But I just feel that everybody fit in the middle of the park. The way Scotland's been playing, the way Steve Clark's been picking his team, that would have been the midfield three.
2: I think I've got you back now, John. Sorry, I was paying
4: for my messages. There. <laughs> 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 uh, I just what you saying that uh, I wouldn't make many changes for what uh, Clark's picked him in the past. Uh, obviously, right back O'Donnell will probably come in. I trust O'Donnell. We had him at club level, and on oh,
2: he's gone. He's gone. Mm. I think we've lost John. John, are you there?
4: Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you there we me? go. On you go. Yeah, I'm saying uh, the team usually is obviously with uh, Patterson. being out O'Donnell probably come in. He's taken a lot of slack over the couple of seasons for Scotland, but I don't think he's ever let us down. I think he's he's, he's a player that Steve Clark trusts and they will come in and they will do a job for Scotland because they say he'll not let us down and in general just the same team maybe Souter in there uh, he played well in the cup final he's coming to the team I support and I I they he picks him won't won't let us down I don't think
2: I think that might be a, a feeling that a lot of Scotland fans have mm-hmm. at the moment that no matter what team Steve Clark selects that there's players out there who want to play for their country that are desperate to make it to a World Cup and are desperate not to let the supporters down.
3: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I was I was just listening to John there talking about Suter. We've had a couple of calls on tonight that, that feel that Suter could be the, the, the call tomorrow night. Um, I, I think McTominay will definitely play in the right. Hanley will play in the middle. I think they are two stick-ons. The question, Mark, would he play Suter maybe in the left-hand side or would they go for the natural balance of Cooper? Um, and I, and is
2: there any scope for Steve Clark trying to replicate what Tierney and Robertson have in a different combination? Whether that's you know Hickey going in there and Robertson and, and Hickey doing that, or do you think there's no chance and no. he'll just pick a someone that is I first think, and foremost a centre back? Yeah,
3: I think I, I think, and the reason that I think he'll go with Cooper is it gives him the balance with the left foot. Uh, in there, he's a good player, Cooper. He plays at a terrific level. Um, he's obviously full of confidence as well the fact that they're still in the Premier League um, but look, as I say I think we've got great options, Andrew and it'll be interesting to see how Steve Clark's actually thinking about this team but I definitely think McTominay will play tomorrow night I don't think i will be a case of McTominay out and Suter in there if Shooter plays I'll be in the place of maybe a Cooper
2: What about up front John? Do you think it will be two strikers whether it's Adams and Dykes or maybe one of those and and two in behind? Uh,
4: It probably will go with Adams and Dykes. Uh, Dykes has done well for Scotland. They've scored a lot of goals club level recently but I think when players come to play for Scotland it can go to the window for the club because Patterson was playing for Scotland Gilmore playing for Scotland it doesn't matter how well they're doing at club level they, they come in for Scotland and they do really well and Steve Clark has put confidence in them and whoever plays as I said earlier on whoever plays up front was I might need a wee bit of luck might need a wee deflection but I feel we've heard, we've heard wee bits of luck recently with uh, VR goals and penalties and stuff like that so I'll hopefully the luck continues in what I might
2: Gordon the fact that players even if they're not playing much at club level maybe if their form's not too great at club level what is it do you think that that means when they come away with Scotland That they, they seem to perform at a high level And have been over the past couple of years
3: Yeah I, I I I totally agree with John there I was looking at Dykes He's not scoring a lot of goals at club level Adams is the same But I'd have every confidence in them Finding the back of net tomorrow night International football is different um, They know the importance of the game as well You're playing probably You know you, There's some quality players in there That can obviously set you up You've got A guy going down the left-hand side, Robertson, that that puts the ball into that um, forward line of Liverpool of the quality they've got, and they guys bag the goals, so he's got good quality there. A Donnell or whoever it is going down the right can put some nice balls in there. McGinn's always a threat, can thread you a pass. Gilmore and McGregor are terrific passers of the ball. Um, So I just think that international football for these guys is different. They know how important it is. Look, it's like... Two cup finals but we have to just concentrate on the one just now And that's tomorrow night Because there's no point worrying about Sunday Until we get by tomorrow night So all eggs in one basket I'll be interesting uh, Would I be surprised if he played Christie off a, a striker? No I wouldn't because sometimes he likes that And Ryan Christie's been in good form And he's a good player and he can score goals But me personally no this one off game tomorrow night Against Ukraine at Hamden with a massive crowd and what it means to us, I would be going positive with Dykes and Adams.
2: Well, thank you to John, 01419511025 to get in touch, whether it's team news, whether you're talking about how confident you are ahead of the game tomorrow. We want to hear from you, 01419511025. John touched on Andy Robertson there. How big will his role as captain be tomorrow when it's a game that has so much attached to it and there's so much emotion in just being the the leader out there in the park for Scotland
3: Yeah, he'll play, he'll play a big part probably in the dressing room before the game, you know um, that's, that's his role, he's a captain, he's a leader, um, but when he goes out in the park, as much as he can influence the game with his own performance, and that's how you lead by example people think because oh, you've got an armband and You've got to shout and ball. You don't. You, you lead, by example, as a captain by the way you play. You look at teams like even, for instance, in the middle of part there. McGregor. McGregor's not the greatest. He's not a Scott Brown type guy. But McGregor gets the respect because of the way he plays at Celtic. You know, everybody looks up to him with his ability. That's where Randy Robertson gets it as well because of... What sort of the team he plays with And how he plays And what he puts in And what a terrific footballer he is as well So he'll gain that respect out there But tomorrow it's about everybody Playing their part Sticking to the the game plan um, And hopefully Like I keep saying in football, you need a little rub of the green, and hopefully we can get that.
2: Let's hear a bit more from the Scotland camp. Craig Gordon says his team are approaching this game with the same mentality as any other match. He claims the atmosphere in the camp is good, and the Scots aim to keep their momentum going as they come in to the game with an eight-game unbeaten run. It's still still a football match. It's eleven to be eleven, and no matter what's going on out with that, it's about us sticking together and. and putting our uh, game plan in place and, and making sure we do what we we can uh, if we do that then we're we're confident we've got enough ability in the team to to win the match no the, the mid's good um and we've got confidence from from playing well and from beating good teams um you know so for for us it's again it's just about controlling our emotions and, and what we can control out in the park so yeah it's been full focus in the camp on, on everybody getting to to this point and, and ready to play and yeah we're ready for it That'll be something that'll give the rest of the team a lot of confidence That over the years Scotland have been quite lucky recently with goalkeepers mm-hmm. Whether it's been Alan McGregor Whether it's been David Marshall Whether it's Craig Gordon Who's just off the back of an outstanding season at 39 years old That if Scotland are going to face a few shots That you've got someone that's extremely reliable between the sticks
3: Well I think I think if you're in that backline And you make a mistake um, You would be You know, looking for your goalkeeper And especially the quality of Craig Gordon And you rightly say The form that he was in We watched him at Hamden as well In the cup final He's been absolutely brilliant Um, He's got better wage, Craig Gordon Um, So, as I say If you make a mistake And you're relying on one person to save you Then no better just now Than the Hearts goalkeeper, Craig Gordon
2: Well we will stick with Scotland But there is some big breaking news Coming out of Rangers I can see it right now They're confirming that Stephen Davis has signed A one year contract extension With the club Is that a good bit of business For you Gordon?
3: For me it is Um, I know a lot of people Question the game time That he's had But just to have him With his experience Around the place I I still think There's plenty Plenty of football In Stephen Davis Not a problem with that I think with his experience And everything One year deal I think that's a fantastic Bit of business for Rangers I really do
2: He played a lot more Towards the end of the season Than he did when Giovanni Van Bronkhorst First came in It almost seemed like Giovanni Van Bronkhorst Didn't fancy him too much He He was left on the bench A lot of the time He's played a bit more Towards the end of the season In some big games too Is it maybe a case of Giovanni Van Bronkhorst has now had the chance to see him up close and see what you can offer? No, I
3: I, I don't think it was a case of he didn't fancy him too much, Andrew. I think it was down to the form of Lundström, Ryan Jack, for instance. Uh, Aribo was in there. Kamara was in there. He had plenty of competition. But he's, he's a very talented player. He's got all the experience in the world. He's not retired from international football. So that tells you that he still feels there's plenty in the tank. I do think that's a really good bit of business because I'm sure there'd be a lot of clubs queuing up to get the services of Davis uh, for next season. And in a one-year deal, it's it's a good bit of business for Rangers.
2: I'm sure we'll get, we'll get plenty on that going forward. But of course, there is a huge Scotland game tomorrow. We want to hear your thoughts on it. 0141 951 1025. Give us a call now.
0: One four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's
2: league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. One four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to get in touch, or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. That's what Drew Sturgeon has done. He's given us. His starting 11 for the game tomorrow He's gone for Craig Gordon in goal A back three of McTominay, Cooper and Suter He's got O'Donnell and Robertson as the wing backs Then Gilmore and McGregor in midfield McGinn in behind Adams and Dykes Not too far off what you said, Gordon
3: No, Hanley will play um, Unfortunately, he's won out um, Hanley will definitely play tomorrow night He gives us so much pace at the back as well um, Steve Clark. He's a big favourite of Steve Clark, So yeah good effort but you're one out
2: there had been a lot of question marks about Grant Hanley over the years just maybe Scotland fans weren't too keen on him but he's, he's really shown over the past two three years just how consistent and reliable he's been under Steve Clark.
3: yeah he's been excellent um, as I said I think he gives you that sort of a security um, Andrew if you're pushing up the pitch and any ball goes in behind, he's really quick over the ground. Um I not until I seen him up I didn't think he was as quick as that, but he covers the ground very well. He's a good player, he's an experienced player, he attacks the ball well. It's amazing tonight that um I think well, I don't know if it's whether it's Hearts fans or Rangers fans that are really, you know, pulling towards getting Suter in that starting eleven tomorrow night. He is a fantastic player, the lad. I like him. Um he was
2: Well a lot of this just be based off his cup final performance because he was a lot of people's pick for one of the players of the match, certainly, certainly yeah. Hart's best player on the day.
3: Yeah, without a shadow of doubt, he was Hart's best player, and I don't even think he was a hundred percent fit. Um so he is a very good talent. I just look at uh, the situation with Steve Clark and I think that McTominay Hanley if if Shooter plays, as I say, it would need to be in that left hand side but I think he'll go with a natural left-sided uh, player like Cooper.
2: Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Thomas is a Rangers fan in Barhead. Thomas, we'll start you off with Scotland. How are you feeling about the game tomorrow night?
5: Uh, as I was saying, uh, I think it's a wee bit like the Eurovision Song Contest. Everybody will be supporting Ukraine, uh, apart from the Scotland, so the Tartan Army. It's a hard one to call because uh, I think there's a lot of emotions involved in it from Ukraine's point of view so we'll put, uh, our team's strong I think a good effort will be had but uh, it just depends on where Ukraine are mentally I think that will have a lot to do with it
2: Yeah the big thing Gordon I think for all 22 players on the pitch and anyone involved is that once they cross that white line you'll think the only thing on their mind is the football and seeing if they can get to that World Cup in Qatar or take the next step and get in there
3: It does that to you, football. Uh, Andrew, I was very fortunate in my life that I was a professional footballer. Some may argue that. Um, But you always, no matter what the problems were, and I know the massive problems, you don't need to tell me about Ukraine, but the minute you crossed that white line, the referee blew the whistle, it just took you somewhere else for that 90 minutes or maybe more. You know, it was a place that you, uh, you, you know, football's a passion, it's a love Uh, You know what's for stake tomorrow night You know a chance to get to the World Cup If he can go and beat Wales So yeah I I do agree with Thomas I think it'll be a very emotional night Um, But the Scotland players will just need to put that to the back of mind When the whistle blows And try and do their best for the country
2: It's great that we've got to this point where the game is going ahead And everyone has a fair chance to earn their right to go to the World Cup because at one point it looked as if that may not be the case. Ukraine might not be able to fulfil the fixture, but the fact that they're able to come to Hamden, they're able to play for their place in the World Cup, that's just pleasing for everyone.
3: Yeah, and I think that for Ukraine, the fact that these players will walk into Hamden and walk out onto that pitch with a chance to, you know, get to play Wales to go to the World Cup is is what they wanted. Um, you know they want to do it in their own merits. They want to do it in their own right. Yes, they'll have all the backing of everyone round the world, if, apart from the Scotland fans uh, at Hampden and all. And you know the Tartan Army. But um, I think that it'll be a terrific football occasion once uh, the whistle goes. And let's let's not be kidded. Um, they're a good side. They, they you know they're a very talented side, and it'll be a difficult game.
2: Did you have a, another point, Thomas? Yeah, it was. Uh, I just heard the news that Steve Davis has signed
5: a one-year extension, which I think is is great news. I think uh, Steve's still got a lot to offer, both on and off the park, and it's good that we've held on to him. But my main point was, uh, speaking of Scottish internationals, is that if assuming just for sake of conversation that Alan McGregor retires this year, um, Rangers have been linked with so many keepers, and yet I'm thinking. We've got a Scottish international goalkeeper on our books who's never let us down, John McLaughlin. And I wouldn't like to think that he's getting overlooked because, yep, I take it he's 34. Again, Al McGrath is 40, 41 nearly. um, And I think it's not a priority position this summer is our goalkeeping position. And again, we've got able deputies uh, in young McRory in that as well.
3: Uh, good point Um, you know he's never let Rangers down Um, he has been a a very good goalkeeper you look at Rangers going into that cup Scottish Cup final and a little bit of pressure on them because they had to get some silverware and it could have easily been you play your best goalkeeper right but the Rangers manager decided to stick with the, the cup goalkeeper and he was Okay he didn't have a lot to do But what he had to do He was excellent Yes he's a very accomplished goalkeeper He's an experienced keeper I don't think they will overlook him But they'll certainly try to Add another bit of quality in there But um, it'll be interesting to see When the start of the season comes around Who is the number one goalkeeper at Rangers, but he's certainly in there with a massive shout.
2: If Rangers are currently waiting on a decision from Alan McGregor one way or another, will they feel slightly more relaxed about it because they've got someone in John McLaughlin who's shown up as reliable in almost every appearance that he's made for the club? Yeah,
3: yeah, and there's good backup there, um, as Thomas says. So it's not something they would... You know, start the season, and if they've not uh, sorted the problem, they, they would panic because they have got good. Uh, they've good, good goalkeepers, but I certainly do think it is McGregor's last last game in the cup final, um, and I do think that Rangers will be just now looking about for a for a top goalkeeper.
2: Well, thank you to Thomas. There was something else I wanted to touch on before the end of the show. I don't know if you've seen this, Gordon, at the game tomorrow. Some Scotland fans have come together. There's been some fundraising on the go, about ten thousand pounds to have a big sort of tifo display with with flags in the north stand that will cover the whole of the north stand. This is the type of thing that you normally only see in sort of domestic football and and club football, but it maybe just shows the appetite for you know the Scotland national team at the moment that so many fans have come together to help try and create more colour and and more noise as the players walk out onto the pitch tomorrow.
3: Yeah. The, the players players respond to uh, atmosphere. Um, there's no doubt about that. And these top quality players, they thrive on it, Andrew. They're looking for the Tartan Army there to, you know, they keep saying it, the 12th man. We've heard it a million, million times. And people always ask, is that a case that, you know, does that help you as a player? Of course it does. When you've got people there and they're rooting for you and the noise and the atmosphere, it gives you that energy, it gives you that extra little bit of maybe a half yard or whatever. And, you know, when, when you're starting to feel tired and you hear the backing that you're getting and the passion you're getting from the, the supporters, it starts to make you feel good again. So they play a big, big part in this game tomorrow night.
2: It does just show the, the bond that's been built between the, the players and the supporters at an international level that, that really wasn't. There before,
3: yeah, and I, I think that's down to the manager. I really do. I think the managers did a terrific job in bringing the nation and the players together, uh, because they were there was a divide there because of we were one failure after another failure after another failure. We were one manager after another manager. Steve Clark's come in, steadied the ship, brought in some young uh, talent, uh, put a nice system together that everybody's buying into. And playing some attractive football Scoring goals And you know We've got to go out there And produce tomorrow night For the nation
2: It'll just be aesthetically pleasing On the eye as well To have thousands of flags The, the players walking out there The, the music Just adds something to the occasion
3: Yeah it's all about Look we've been to many a game And the supporters can can make a game uh, There's no doubt You go along to places Week in week out Like Celtic Park and Highbrook We've seen the atmosphere when the teams walked out of the Scottish Cup final, League Cup final. It's just, it's brilliant to see. It's part of the game, Andrew. And as I said, top players will thrive on that. They look forward to that. That's what drives them on because they know that there's so many people out there made the effort, willing them on. And hopefully tomorrow night, they will produce the goods for Scotland.
2: Well, thank you for all your calls and all your tweets tonight. Thank you for listening. And how about this? What we've got for you tomorrow. We'll have a live show. Gordon Duncan, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray and Simon Donnelly all live from Church in the Hill from 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, sorry. I'll be at Hamden. Gabriel Antoniazzi will be at Hamden as well for this massive World Cup playoff semi-final. It's going to be huge. I can't wait for it. Gordon DL can't wait for it. Stick around tonight because Calm Gallagher's up next.